Welcome to the Fins Magazine podcast. Tell us about who you are as a merman, what like what kind of got you to being a merman and what you're doing yeah. as a merman. I mean, um, what I love is, the, the, I love that you all are thinking about the many aspects of this world as you know it. Like to me, there, there's so many different facets. Um, there's actually being the professional mermaid or merman, like uh, which you've interviewed some of, Merman Jax is part of. Um, and then there is people like me, who's kind of a hobbyist, and I kind of consider myself like part of the maker world. So like I create a lot of accessories, and I create my own kind of silicone wares. Um, so you said Mako world? Maker. Oh, I thought you said Mako world, and I was like, okay. There's okay. all Maker world. <laughs> there are people who are really into the uh, Mako Mermaid show, but like there's. Um, there are people who kind of more consider themselves as a cosplayer, but I don't really consider myself as a cosplayer. And then there's like all the multitudes in between. But um, for me, how I got into it, I literally, um, back in, it's not that long ago, I, I go all in when I start something. I, I, <laughs> He's got the ears. Um, in 2017, maybe. Um, and I first like, maybe started Instagramming and, and seeing photos of like FinFolk production tales and, and was like, wow, there's a whole thing here now that can kind of complete my childhood dreams. Like, I, I feel like I've always been like a at heart. Like, you know, even as a little boy swimming in like backyard swimming pools, I would pretend, you know, I was a mermaid and, and kind of swim with my feet together. I think you to a lot of the people in the community like that's kind of like they've always had that in their heart and it's only been until kind of recent where like that reality has kind of come through for a lot of people you're right i explained to one of my cousins yes i'm that crazy mermaid lady go <laughs> ahead and say it because you're thinking it <laughs> but i'm i'm absolutely happy in this mermaid world it's it's fun i i i but, see why hobbyists do it yeah so, I think I like to think of it as being unique than crazy. I'm sure a lot of you. <laughs> <laughs> so when we started looking at mermaids, we've come up with a few different kind of classifications. There's like the um, the the hobbyist enthusiast, and then you have the performers, entertainers, and then you have like all the mermaid related businesses. And then there's just some that are just in it for like the social, like glamours. They're just. Not, I'm not in it for the glamour, right? Like I think for me, like I would probably think that I fall into the hobbyist enthusiast bucket and like, like a creator, like a creator. Like when I first started, there was, pretty much nothing for Merman. There's like maybe Mer Taylor who kind of like custom and made stuff. And even then um, accessories and stuff are, are pretty rare. Like if you try to look for stuff even now, it's pretty hard to find as a Merman. So like um, you, you find like a lot more like mermaid tops and stuff like that. So I just started kind of creating my own, what I call Mercessories. So, and I just, you know, offer them to the public. Uh, so it's not full time for you being it, a mermaid. No. What it? What's your? 
non-mermaid role? What kind of background? Well, like I'm actually a product designer um, with a yeah, tech company. Yeah. So you have like a very artistic design driven type brain. Yeah. Designer is kind of my full-time job. So like that's always some kind of creative outlet has always been the thing for me. And so this is another kind of expression of that. So tell us about your, your accessories. Cause I've seen, um, your Mern, your Mer harness that has the, the spine the vertebra. Yeah. And then I see your earpieces. Like tell me about some of the stuff that is so cool. This is almost, this is kind of, the, the genesis of it all. That's probably one of the first pieces I ever started making because I just wanted ears. I also kind of have big ears and I'm like, I want to <laughs> like, you know, see ears. And someone like on Instagram kind of dubbed them mirrors, M-E-A-R-S, which kind of this is one of the pieces that I don't quite offer to the public because this is kind of something that I feel like it's part of my brand and I wanted to kind of keep uh, on my own. So I you'll, you'll see not many people kind of wearing these. But yeah, I make different pieces. I, I'll show you here. Ugh. Like how I got to be Merking was like the first year I created. This was not the crown that I won with, but like. <gasps> wow, that's that amazing. Beautiful. <laughs> One that I made for this year, which I unfortunately did not get to like actually showcase in person, which I hope to do next year when I showcase it in person. Uh, these. Oh my gosh. So. Oh, that is unreal. So amazing. That is beautiful. Oh my gosh. Now, what? how heavy is it? It's pretty light because it's made out of resin. So you'll see that um, it, it's a lot of detail. It's a lot of sculpting. I got into pretty much sculpting about like maybe two years ago, I guess. I just, yeah. How long the does it usually take like for it to be able to create, uh, like for example, that gown? Because it has a very, you know, it has a lot of details. It's very intricate. Yeah. Um, it takes a long time. We're talking weeks and months of mm -hmm. creation just because what I do is like Legos. I make individual pieces that I then piece together. So oh. I'm really working on mermaid bras before, but like what I do is I start with like basically pieces that I then can kind of make together. I sculpt individual pieces like this and um, just make and when you say sculpt, that's by hand, like freeform. See, so this is like a. Uh, is uh, that for the the tops I see you having out there? Those are gorgeous. Thank you. Yeah, and so like, I basically just kind of mix and match pieces like that. Sorry, my kitty's like very vocal. <laughs> <laughs> But I basically just kind of make mix and match pieces. I, I'm always kind of in love with Art Nouveau and, and, and that kind of really kind of flourish, really kind of ornate um, kind of look. And so that's kind of, I wanted to put my stamp uh, and aesthetics to what I put out. Cause you'll see like a lot of uh, Mergear is, is very like aquatic and oceanic. You, you'll see like seashells and stuff like that. But mm -hmm. I 
kind of add a little bit something more to the element. It's almost like uh, I look, I call it like the filigree that the, yeah. the fancy that's good. That's, I, I've looked at, at your tops and I'm still learning to be a mermaid. That's one of the things I'm, I thought being a mermaid was going to be a four step thing and I was way wrong. I'm well, still learning. Four steps. I'm curious to hear. <laughs> no, quickly blown out of the water. My accounting brain miscalculated and it's not. You pick a name, you just develop your persona, you get your tail, and then you learn to swim. Yeah. That was supposed to be. <laughs> no, I think, I think there's so much more to being like, I, I, I find it a lot of funny kind of really funny a lot of I see a lot of Instagram posts where people like will just take a photo of themselves like you know next to the water and they call themselves a mermaid or a merman I'm like heart hold up <laughs> there is so much more to this art form right like I to me it it, it is an art form it, it's not just you know yeah and, you, and like what you said it's a lifestyle once it's like something you you know you start and once you get hooked on it there's so much more to explore exactly but the but the interesting thing is it's so accessible for everyone like it's just like everyone can sing but not everyone's a good singer right like you okay. develop skills you get better and like that's what to me kind of mermaiding is and wherever you're at you're fine i mean exactly. I would sit there and I would, between you two, I'd be like, oh, I'm not a mermaid. <laughs> but because to me, you guys are mermaids. You guys have actually swam in your tails. You know how a top fits. You know how to get the top not to fall off when you go underwater. You know, those type of things that I don't consider myself a mermaid compared to y'all. But getting out of this conversation, I'd be like, oh, heck yeah, I'm a mermaid. I, I'm like. Hurt. It's uh, it's it's in your heart if you talk to anyone that's really in the community it's never about the tales it's never about like the accessories it's in your heart like if you feel it if you connect with that magic of being underwater and like feeling like a magical creature that you are you don't need to tell you don't need every everything else everything else is just like an enhancement to that it's just letting people kind of experience your inner world as well yeah um, Truly, and you're. I absolutely agree because, of course, we all start somewhere. Not because you don't have a tail. It mean it doesn't mean you're not a mermaid. Like what you said earlier, we have different intensities of the passion. We have different, you know, uh, what we want to do. So, yes, it doesn't really take a tail. And at the beginning, everyone, all of us didn't have a tail anyway. So we really start somewhere. I mean, I don't want to for people who like feel like they don't have the means and they want like that's that's what they can afford and that's great but if you do have the means then like i definitely want to support like the original artist and when you look at the mermaid world there's not a place for like a child gets their first tail for their fourth birthday great mommy daddy get the tail they swim in it a couple of times mommy and daddy are off to the next thing because there's really not anything to keep engaging the kids to keep them coming back and like we didn't grow up with anything like we didn't have tails when we were young so but the magic lived in us it's it's more like cult cultivating the belief but i like the route of like diy but what i probably want additionally want to bring to the table on and something that i think the mermaid is uh, inclusivity and body positivity like that's the thing that I think is so amazing is it's one of 
this magical thing that it just doesn't matter who you are. We need to be inclusive. We need to make sure everyone loves themselves for who they are. It's not about like that perfect body. It's not about perfect look or it's not about the race. It's about who you feel you are in the heart. And to that effect, I want to also like encourage, I, I know that it's very like, it, 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 I almost feel like some people don't have the vocabulary for it sometimes when, when they're not familiar with, I call it like the Mer community or the merfolk community, because I personally don't like being referred to as a mermaid. Like I'm a mermaid. And, and, and as you like probably interact with the com uh, community a lot more, you'll also find that uh, a lot of also um, trans people are attracted to kind of mermaids because they feel that kind of in-betweenness. And so, so I would like to kind of start even more of the ball rolling to be like more inclusive in our language and like including not just mermaids because like there are little boys who's gonna want to grow up and be mermaid. They don't right. want that stigma that you know it's really kind of one gender and it shouldn't yeah. be very. Those seven-year-old boys that want to be a merman and not want to be a mermaid or don't right. want to be a guppy or they, whatever it is, I, I don't yeah. want. And I, it is harder to change. Like it's, it's something that's a little bit slower. What are some things you see that, that Finns could do that you haven't seen other companies do that would help support that? So, you know, the terminology from mermaids to mermen, cause we, we don't, we want to make sure we're being inclusive. Well, and merman, I think something more general, gender neutral, like merfolk or mers, like something that isn't just like, you know, doesn't like really suggest just one gender or the other. I don't want it to be the merman. That was why we did fins. Yeah. Everybody's got fins. Right. <laughs> yeah, and I think, I think that's, like I said, if you are gonna inspire future generations of merfolk. I like that. Inclusive. Yeah, and I think what you're doing is kind of talking to different people and, and making sure, you know, people don't feel, I think, I think there's such a stigma as it is, you know, to kind of want to be in this world. So, you know, regardless of gender, whether you're a male or female, like there is this, like, especially as an adult, like, some people, like you said, think you're crazy or like childish or like, whatever but like it's it's not about that it's about like kind of living your fantasy <laughs> if you <Yeah>. will <laughs> like i i tell people like this is the closest thing you can become to a magical creature because i also like am obsessed about angels but like i can't put on a pair of wings and start flying i could put on a tail and i start i could start swimming like this is the closest form to like being like a magical self that you can be and that's why I find it fascinating. How nice. did you get turned into mermaiding? Like, I, how did you get turned, like, get here? I mean, like, it's how, it's not an easy thing to find. I it took me a while, so yeah. I don't know. I think it's always been in the conscious and the mythology. Watching movies growing up, watching Splash, The Little Mermaid, and like hearing little stories. There's like literally um, folklore from every part of the world. Um, so it's always in, in your consciousness. I, I think it's like 
probably one of the earliest forms of like fairy tale one here as a as a child so well no i was i guess i was more asking to the point of like what what was your first thing that you actually did like when you first got your first Tail. What 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 was the catalyst for getting for actually getting that first tail? Uh, <laughs> like I'm just very like I said I'm very all in. My first tail was like a full silicone or Taylor tail. Oh, uh, you jumped in for the gusto. Did even though my actual first tail was like a Finfolk Mythic, like I saw, like the second generation of Mythic tails like in 2017 was when they came out and i was just so in love with all of that um but yeah i i definitely dove in fins first yeah. how about your first um first creation maybe you could tell us a bit more about yeah. it yeah uh, these were i think short of these i i made like some kind of a hand like armlet thing but like these mirrors are or one of the first creations and i made like many different versions since but like they were some of the very first pieces i explored doing and then i've made pretty much everything in between from like cups to like harnesses shoulder pieces and wings and like mermaid tops and belts are you limited to mermaids in your accessory design or do you do it for other um no. or is it just within this passion yeah i don't really i don't like create i don't make clothes normally uh and i haven't like kind of like i said i haven't gone into cosplay so i don't really make other stuff i really focus a lot of my efforts towards like adding to the mer community so what kind of things do you do outside of i we keep going back to your work and i'm sorry i think it's amazing so what what other things do you do what don't i do gosh <laughs> <laughs> it's almost like i do too much honestly to be honest and and like literally within the last few weeks i've started become like a snake enthusiast i've bought <laughs> three snakes so far three snakes this thing over here like a uh, a terranium for snakes oh my goodness yeah um i sing i do country line dancing uh i you know as much as i think i am doing i try to sculpt and stuff like that um so lots of hobbies everywhere and mm. um, since you've uh you've done a lot you have so many creations do you have a favorite Oh, oh that's a good question definitely my aqua johns were my favorite if you go back and look at my like um hurricane outfit for 2017 when i was kind of crowned that was like my whole outfit <laughs> it's kind of my <laughs> it's, it's oh, okay i'm trying to search for it oh there you go oh yeah. uh aqua johns um the the swimmable version came like a year later but the first version um they're actually made out of resin they're much more detailed and um i don't know it's just something i'm really proud of so when you make these pieces for someone that's a complete newbie are you using um do you make your own molds for the silicone when you make these? 
So you start off with a clay positive. You basically sculpt the pieces out of clay first. Monster clay is what I use. And then um, depending on what you're trying to make, you'll either make a silicone mold or like a resin mold. And then, uh, then you kind of piece the pieces together with silicone. I make the individual silicone pieces and then silicone will kind of glue to each other like glue with, with silpoxy. And so I, for the tops and stuff, it's literally 13 different pieces that come together to make that top. It's not one solid cast. It's everything, every piece is like hand cut, hand painted. Like I just spent the afternoon. So this is like the worst part of, of making stuff. This is like silicone hell. I don't know if you could see it, but it's basically me sitting there and like cutting all the little pieces. <gasps> oh. So basically they come out of the mold, but they need to be cleaned. So oh. I like literally trim every like, <laughs> and it like. That is some attention to detail. Oh my God. It is attention to detail. So like I'm working on a couple of tops right now, but basically like there's many pieces that go into it. There's a lot of ornamentation and like different fins and stuff. So when you make the the mermaid tops, is that a hundred percent silicone or do you have to use like a base bra and then you add all that stuff onto it? How does yeah, I, I I actually put it on top of a bra base. I've heard like it's not super comfortable to be a hundred percent silicone. It just feels funny for, for some and it just slips, right? Like it's not yeah. that it's just you're much more likely to kind of just go and flop out of it so I, <laughs> that would be an accurate description <laughs> I can see it that seems to work really well and it, it, mermaid alicia who is uh who gets the fame for encouraging me to do mermaid tops because she's the one who like begged me to do it at first i'm like i know nothing about tops <laughs> mm -hmm. i actually just started like i think like Last December, it's been a year, I guess. Started making. Do you only? Uh, that was me. Another question. Do you only do those custom for like, or well, do you have like a plethora that I could say like, hey, I'm a two XL. Get me one. Now. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> These are literally, you know, all my weekends are devoted to kind of making the stuff. It, it's it's about a month of work to make one because it takes time to cast it, to like, as you see, cut it, design it, paint it, assemble it and let it dry and ship. Like it's it's a whole process. I mean, How many man hours would you say in each one? Um, I would definitely say at least 30 or 40 hours. Oh. Yeah. And, and then depending on the custom, like if you want like a really, interesting ombre or, or something like that. I try to I try to make each one a little bit more unique for each mermaid. Like even though relatively close in this design, if you look closely, they're not all hundred percent the same. And and I actually can't make them a hundred percent the same most of the time because people have different cup sizes and bra sizes. And it's like a puzzle piece. Even though it looks almost like a hundred percent the same design, like I've had to add pieces to kind of trick the eye to make it look the same because they're not the same width. They're not the same like cup size. 
So it was kind of a trick for me to learn to kind of even make them in different sizes. It's not mass produced in any way. And, and the, unfortunately, it, I wish it was like one single pour and then it bake by but it's not. It's all kind of custom pieced together. And I think that's what I think people, why people are drawn to it. They're, they are kind of almost one of the piece, one of a kind kind of pieces of art work that I put out. They they are. I, I'm just amazed because I was looking at them before we talked and I was like, you, you make it look seamless. Like it looks like it was all like just like yeah. there's no mismatching of the paint. You don't see the glue and it just looks uh, cohesive. It, they are very. Yeah. If you look at, I think one of the other really kind of large projects that I hadn't quite mass produced. The, the reason why I don't bring like stuff to the market is just because there's so much power that get poured into making it that it's not worth my time to like reproduce it and sell it because I would have to sell it for an arm and a leg to make it worth it. If you look at um, the belt, the, the merman belt piece that I made, um, there's a silicone belt piece. Okay, yeah. I'm super proud of, but like that took so much work. Kind of is that, that the one that's got like purple and then like the gold filigree on it? That's yeah. gorgeous. Uh, it's so much work to do pieces like that. I think, and you got the heart for it. So you're going to want to make sure it's like, I hear you talking. You're like, it, it's got to be right. And, and you've got to feel it to be right. I, it, it can't be sloppy work. I'm a perfectionist. I'm a perfectionist. <laughs> <laughs> now, since yeah, you talked about that, since you have a lot of amazing, perfect work, how about something that you, you know, like a fail, you know, have you maybe have a funny story? Oh, amazing, perfect work. What you see on Instagram is like what you see as the perfect things. Like my circulates had probably 13 different like prototypes before like got to the finished version and the belt, like I've tried like many, many different versions. Like I'm a designer and that's just what I do. Like I'm also indecisive. So a lot of times I'll try a lot of variations, but like uh, to get to the road of success is many paths of failure. Like that's how you learn. Like you never get there. I mean, <laughs> I don't know what genius will just magically land on perfection. There's a few out there and, and, and I'm afraid I am not one of those people. Perfection is definitely just a mirage. Don't, 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 yeah. don't forget that. None of us will. Um, yeah, those were just goggles. You know, these are just different things that I honestly personally want. Like when I make something new, I'm like, oh, I want that. And I'm like, I try to look for it somewhere and I don't find it. And then I can make a version of it myself. Even though not to say that there isn't goggles out there there's not like all these other pieces but that i didn't they don't i don't see it out there my way so like no but I've, I've seen some out there and i was just looking at that and i'm like he hasn't mentioned these i need to ask him because those are yeah, those are one of those things where like was too much labor to like try to reproduce you know i like i said it it has to be that kind of magic like a formula of just the right amount of like effort and work It'd be worth kind of mass producing for people. But you're doing what you love. And so I 
I have a, a similar passion in sublimation. I have a sublimation workshop. Oh, and like shirts and stuff? Yeah, like, um, I thought I had something here. Like the water bottles, t-shirts. I'm a photographer, so I like to take my art and put it on metal sheets. Nice. Like, and so like I will make 20 gazillion things for myself before I make one for anybody that I would sell. <laughs> Also, like I started like kind of taking all my stuff and just making, monetizing it, making stickers and stuff. I think that everyone's making their own like holographic. <gasps> oh, that's cool. Holographic? Yeah. Uh, but like can... you need to, uh, that's what you need to do for the Merc community is like supplement all their personas, like make, make shirts and merchandise for them. Believe me, I'm there's um I've been doing sublimation for about seven years. And I was gonna call the the guy that I've been getting all my equipment for for my home shop. I'm like, there's mermaids that are gonna love to do this because sublimation is everywhere in the world now, it seems. I I and I didn't realize until about three months ago, I guess, the tails like um Finfolk and Mer Taylor, their fabric tails, those are sublimated too, if I understand correctly. I don't know. I don't, they don't tell us these. <laughs> yeah. And also, um, I'm just curious, since you mentioned about, you know, sometimes you, you try to find a product, but you just can't find it. So you make it yourself. But yeah. also, how about maybe do you have other mermaid inspirations or, you know, people that also inspire you to create? Oh my gosh, so many people inspire me. Like, I, I'm just so amazed at how talented and creative this community is. Every It's like everyone has a little bit of an artist inside of them, naturally, and they're drawn mm -hmm. to the community. But absolutely, like seeing different tail makers and seeing other kind of accessory. And, and, and like, I try to be like respectful and not encroach on other people's like creations. I, I don't try to like, replicate other people's designs and i think all the really kind of you know good ethical makers out there will, will not copy each other's kind of designs and whatnot and and i that's what i really kind of value most it most is like uh, a sense of originality and i want to make things unique but i definitely love like a lot of major tail makers out there and and the one that has as you could see my my tails my mer brother uh Dimitri arts is is one of absolutely my favorite and of course like i love all the usuals like Marbella and finfolk they're all talented artists in their own right i mean just blow you away like and, and so but, but that's what's interesting is like everyone brings their own perspective. Yeah. And, 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 and that's the ones that are successful are going to be able to like kind of bring a really unique voice that you just don't see when you look at a piece, you're like, oh, that's so-and-so. If, if they get to that, then, then you know that they, they're going to be kind of a big deal in the community. What is your favorite type of tail to swim in? What do you look for when you find a tail? I've had some people that like the thinner type silicone tails, some like the bigger silicone. I'm happy in a fin fun for now. So everybody's got their own, right? What's it, what do you prefer just out of curiosity? So like, I don't know. If, um, 
Mary Ann Marie is gonna agree. For me, it's all about fit. Like I've I've gotten to the point where like uh, it doesn't fit me well. I don't like it because like it just really affects your swimming experience so much. Like it is such a world of difference to like wear something custom made for you versus like something that is kind of generic. Um, and for me, especially like the foot pockets and the monofin, that's the most important part. I kind of have pretty big feet. So like if it's really tight, then it's just an uncomfortable experience where I can't even swim more than half an hour. So like that's most important to me. If it doesn't fit well, I don't care what it looks like. Yeah, well, and, uh, and that's not you know, to say it has to be silicone or anything like that. I definitely have a mix of like silicone and fabric tails. But um, personally love swimming in the silicone underwater just because it, it has a really different uh, propulsion and it has a different fluidity to like fabric tails. Fabric tails is really great and they're convenient to travel with and easy to pack and like really quick to put on um, but the locomotion of it and the feel of it is really different in the water. Have you swam in a silicone tail, Anne-Marie? Yeah, I did once. <laughs> I guess here in the Philippines, we really don't have uh, silicone tail makers yet. We yeah. have, um, yeah, we have one uh, who create a fabric tail. So they tried doing the silicone prototype and I was lucky they allowed me to test it. And it's so different, you know, The you're right, the fluidity and like what you said, the propulsion, it affects you, even though it looks nice, but if you can't swim freely underwater, you have, you know, things falling all over the place. So it does affect how you also feel underwater. So I would have to agree on that when it comes to aesthetics versus the functionality of the tail. Yeah, because I mean, um, you know, it depends on the quality of a fabric tail too, like depends on if it's really thin, it's going to feel almost like a swimsuit more than it is like a tail that will add more like, you know, add to your swim. Um, and, you know, I think there are different tail makers out there that um, do a better job with some of that. Yeah. And the best way sometimes is to find out is to try it. So you collect a lot of, <laughs> you eventually could collect a lot of tails. You end up with so many tails. <laughs> How many tails do you have? Everybody seems to amass a collection after a while. I know, but like just to be fair, I'm a hoarder in every. <laughs> I got three snakes in three weeks, so. <laughs> hoarder or enthusiast? Hoarder enthusiast. <laughs> um, I'm. A, I think I'm in the neighborhood of 24 tails or so. Oh. Yeah. And that's in like oh, three years. In three years. Oh. I, Dude, you know you waste no time. I waste no time. probably I think I still have two outstanding I'm waiting for. Oh, okay. Yeah. Are the they one but the thing is like, you know, it takes so long for some of these artists to get you the tail. It's almost like I paid for it years ago. <laughs> it's it yeah. it's hasn't gotten here, so and one can't have enough tails. That's just no. really how it is. <laughs> never, never. I mean, I know different um, uh, mermaids and merman feel differently about this. Some people really kind of, this is their signature that's their um, 
and and that's their whole persona. He left. Uh, I kind of change tales like I change moods. I, just, <laughs> I, I don't want to be like, the one thing. I, I, if anything, I'm a chameleon. Like, life's too short to like just not have fun. You know, just you know, change it up if you want. If anything, this last year should have taught everybody <laughs> that is the case because I'm. I'm definitely, I feel like after this last year at the age of 48, I'm finally growing up. It's like, okay, let's, let's live our life the way we want to live it. Not the way other people want us to live it. And exactly. I only took me 48 years, but I'm going to get it. <laughs> like, what was it you were saying earlier about you just have to keep trying and you'll, you know, it's yeah. full of obstacles. You just got to keep climbing. Yeah. Do you have any pods or any, um, I know you've done stuff with the California Mermaid Convention. What kind of things do you do in the mermaid community, like socializing and stuff? Is there yeah. There's a couple of pods that I belong to, the Northern California. There's a pod and then there's a Southern California pod. There's uh, The Southern California pod is the Coral Cove pod, which uh, has most of the Southern California mermaids. Um, for the Northern California, we just call ourselves a NorCal. <laughs> That's super like creative. Um, but it's really, I'm just trying to amass all the local merfolk together that I can kind of swim with. Uh, what part of California are you in? I'm in the Bay Area. In San Francisco. Okay. How many people are in your NorCal pod, would you say? Um, I don't know. We've gotten pretty up there couple dozen 30 maybe almost like it's a good amount of people yeah well and especially when you get like people going to events that's a lot of tales and that's a lot of room that gets taken up very quickly <laughs> like i said you know you don't have to have a tail to to kind of in the pod but like it's just we're there if you want advice or like you know any guidance as you're trying to, you know, grow into your Marcel. <laughs> oh, speaking of um, that, uh, I think you do have like a podcast, right? Like, uh, maybe tell us a bit more I, about it. I was in a podcast, so Peter mm -hmm. B. It was is a lovely individual. The Merman podcast. He asked me to be part of the Merman cast. But I, we talked so much that it had to be split into two episodes. <laughs> But, okay. Yeah, uh, I definitely recommend give it a listen. Um, I who, guess, who does that podcast? Uh, Merman Territory B, but like he has a separate Instagram account called. Okay. The, I'll go check him out. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he tries to like interview um, a lot of the different in the community, but not exclusively Merman. He'll interview like mermaids and stuff as well. That is really cool. So do you have an Etsy shop or anything or just do people just reach out to you directly and I don't have an Etsy shop. I definitely just have what's on Instagram just because honestly, like I don't have time for it. I have a full time job. I've got like, you know, pets and snakes and like choir. <laughs> Three snakes. <laughs> He's got a school of snakes now. 
Well, I was looking through your Instagram and I saw your um, underwater ice cream parlor for your beta fish. And I thought that was freaking brilliant. I told my boyfriend, I'm like, I want to do this. This is cool. <laughs> I just, I'm just crazy that way. Try to do the thing. I wouldn't say crazy. I'd say fun. Yeah. <laughs> now I'm trying to find the ice cream parlor. <laughs> <laughs> I forget which one I saw, but it was awesome. Oh, there you go. Oh, okay, cool. So I have a question for you. We've yep. been, you know, we're starting to interview different people from all different kinds of aspects. And I would be curious for mermaids that are just starting out and maybe having like feelings either from where they're coming from, they feel like they don't belong or maybe feeling like they don't belong coming into the mermaid community or they're challenged with the swimming or is there a tip you could give to people that are just starting out on their mer journey, something that you learned that they would benefit from? Yeah, like I said, I think it's just about believing in yourself and feeling like you do belong. Like there's you carve your own like place in the mer community right like there's like if anything it's it's this is not there's nothing i'm not worthy of like and that's that's just something that like the mer community will kind of build up if you feel like you don't swim well enough go take some swimming lessons if you don't feel like you have a really great breath hold that's something you can train for if you don't feel like you have the right tail like wait for it, save up money or make your own. Like me, if you feel like you can't find accessories out there, go make your own, right? Like it's literally like creating your own world, you know? And, and you know, don't let anybody tell you you don't belong or you, you can't be part of it. It's not, it doesn't belong to anyone. It's just like the internet, it belongs to everyone, right? Like, so I think my advice is to go for it and, and just forget the naysayers. Like they, they just don't understand. They just don't like haven't learned to, to kind of be part of that world yet. They're not part of the world. So <laughs> you got to be ambassador and kind of show them. Yeah. And don't try to compare yourself to anyone else. You can be the best version of yourself. No one else is going to be a better version of yourself than yourself. Like, there's no point in trying to compare because there are just such uniqueness in everyone that, like, that's why we want to be really inclusive in the community and, and see what everyone kind of brings to the table. Thank you so much, then. Have a great evening. You too. We'll see you later, sir. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Hi everyone, it's Pat with Fins Magazine, All Things Mermaid. I'm here today and I get to introduce to you to one of our Fins Magazine news team reporters. She's out of Florida and not only is she here today, but also her family is here. So we are so glad to have in our studio Mermaid Amethyst and crew. I, <laughs> I don't know if you have a name. Hi, you guys. How is everybody? It's so nice to be here. Okay, speak up a little bit. Pull your microphone closer. Oh, I said it's good. It's nice to be here. Oh, good. Okay, good. Um, it's good to see you guys. I love the throne in the back. I love that 
without a mermaid tail, it can fit a family of four. (laughs) So Amethyst, you joined our news team and the more we learned about you, the more impressed we were. Um, You not only have a really good business um, as a mermaid and a performer and a a plethora of mermaid related activities within there, but you've managed to involve your family in it. And your family is multi representational. (laughs) So um, we were excited to talk to you today and not only introduce you to the Finns world, but also give a little bit of exposure as to your family and how amazing you guys are. So for us to get started, um, let's go switch. All right, let me get this set up and then we'll get started. Okay, Amethyst, so tell us a little bit about yourself as a mermaid and then we'll walk into your family. So tell us about these photos and about you as a mermaid. Well, um, I started in the mermaid world maybe about four years ago uh, when I purchased some tails for my daughters for Christmas. And my oldest one started asking me to try on her tail. So I was like, okay, I always loved mermaids. I'm like, since I was little, my favorite movie was Flash. And I always wonder what it would feel like to be a mermaid. So I tried on her tail and that's what started everything. I was like, oh my God, I love how it felt, how it looked. And um, it just, it went from there. It, it like my name, I got it from, uh, uh, amethyst rock that was given to to me by my grandfather before he passed and it just one thing led to another so um as we look at your um family you've got two daughters and a son and another son that isn't able to be with us today yes. so you engage all of them in so many different levels um and we wanted to kind of talk to these pictures and talk about the things that are going on in here that are total mermaid amethyst and even your daughter, Alex. Sure. I started, like I said, about four years ago and um, I wanted to be something, not just something that was pretty, but something that meant something for me that I was doing and something for the other people that whenever they saw me, they were not only, surprised by what I was doing, but also learned something from what I was doing. And I wanted it to also bring uh, knowledge to the people out there about the conservation of our oceans, the earth. Um, I wanted to involve my kids in it. So I thought the mermaid um, was something good for us because we could spend time together as a family and have fun as well. Mm-hmm. So when you talk about your family and it meaning something, and when I look at these pictures, I see exactly that. Can you tell us about what you were just talking about and how these pictures kind of demonstrate your family and your mermaid, not just being beautiful, but teaching people things and engaging your family, if you could. Right. Um, being a mermaid to me is important because like I said, like I could make my family be a part of it. And uh, for example, that photo that I'm there with Bella, it was a photo shoot that we went to and they saw Bella was with me. 
and they asked us, do you have a tail for her? And I was like, yeah, sure. I always carry tails for my girls. And they're like, would she mind taking photos with you? And I was like, she would love it. And we put a tail on her and she just, she started model modeling. And they were just like so surprised how, how, how happy she was doing it. Like I didn't even have to force her or anything. She was like, yeah, sure. I want to do it with you, mom. And she did it. And to me, that's one of the great things about being a mermaid that my kids love what I'm doing and they love being a part of it as well. So Bella, what's your favorite part of being a mermaid? This picture of you with your mom is pretty cute. What's your favorite part of being a mermaid? You're going to have to get closer, honey. You've got a baby voice with the baby Bella. <laughs> I think part of being a mermaid is that I like, I, I like being with my mom and I like being taking photos. You like taking photos? Do you get to go to parties with your mom and see the other little girls? What do they say when they see you? Do they get excited? She tells them. She tells them. My mom is a mermaid. My mom is a mermaid. I'm. I'm the daughter of the mermaid. <laughs> uh, so, do you swim in your tail, Bella? You do. You're doing better than me. I haven't been able to do that yet. Tell us about. Do you have a mersona, Bella? Do you know? Tell mermaid? us about what is it, Mermaid Baby Bella or Bella? Mermaid. Tell us about her. What does she like to do? I like I like to see I like to see rainbows and I like to and I like to see my family. Aw. <laughs> I love it. And how old are you, Bella? Six. Six. Oh my goodness. Okay. So we have also, you have, we have your son, Emmanuel. It's nice to see you, sir. Let me go pull up your picture so we can talk about <laughs> you. Um, okay. You are so much bigger than in some of these pictures, but they're freaking awesome. So we have to share them. Okay, so um, here we go. We've got, tell us about these, Emmanuel. What do you do with your mom and your sisters and your dad and as a mermaid when, or you're not a mermaid. What do you do to participate um, with this family that's gone crazy with mermaids? Yeah, so me and my dad, uh, we're like pirates. So basically in other words that like my dad, found my mom in the sea one time and then they fell in love and then they had me I guess and, <laughs> like, uh, and like I just help my mom whenever she has like events and whenever my dad's like working or something and he can't be there uh, I tell the kids that my dad is uh, in the uh, in a, a pirate ship looking for gold and stuff like that and then we just play around with swords um, I put them tattoos. I draw them beards sometimes, or sometimes we just like like to um, like put eye patches on on each other, and then.
from there, we act like we're we're in like a battle uh, on a boat, and whoever wins uh, is the ca- the captain for the whole like for the whole day. In other words, so you guys are doing this at like events and fairs and Renaissance. Um, I've been to some of those events where there's people that are working there, and the kids always seem to have so much fun. Yeah. What what do the three of you kids think about when you go to these events and fairs? Is it is that a fun thing for you? Is it oh no, we don't want to go? Tell well, us about those events. I think it's fun because whenever we go, um, we like we like make, seeing kids like happy because sometimes we see other kids that don't have like actual other parent they only got like one parent or something like that and we like seeing people with joy and whenever we also when we go on our breaks and stuff like that we get we get to do like other things like go on rides or we can also like sometimes they have like this these food places that whenever we're on a break we spend family time and we eat and we talk about what we're doing so far and how the kids have how fun the kids have been uh, having and i'm betting the the most cell phone service that you're seeing is people taking selfies with you guys (laughs) (laughs) so the other thing that i thought i i wanted you guys to talk about was the you mentioned the tattoos do you involve the role like the role play and like the swords and i know you do the tattoos tell us about the engagement that you do with the kids and even the adults when you guys are at these events, what type of things do you do? Um, so we have like a routine that when the people get there, if they want to take photos with the mermaid, they do that first. And if there's boys, we usually, we usually would have like um, some hats and some eye patches and they'll go to the table, they'll choose their hat, they'll choose their eye patch. And then I'll have two swords or um, my dad will have two swords. And then uh, we'll play sword fight like like right like right there in front of the, the parents. And that while the parents are taking videos, photos, um, after we're done, like after they're done taking a video of us like playing sword fights, if they would ask us, can they take can they take a photo with you? Um, we'll stop from like playing sword fight and then We'll like gather up together and I'll hug him and then tell him to say R and then he'll say it. And then that's when the parents will take a a photo. And then like towards the end, there was this little pool that we had there that it it had like we had a net and then like like gold. In other words, like we'll have gold tokens, gold nuggets. We have diamonds. We have diamond necklaces inside the pool. Uh-huh. And we have to use the fishnet to try to pick them up and like grab it, and then they'll take a photo or a video of them doing that. And then at the end of the day, uh, before they left, uh, we'll grab a stamp and we'll say that there, uh, this tattoo means that you're officially a pirate. Oh, how fun! Okay, so I think I've just determined that Emmanuel is not only your merm wrangler, your sap builder. 
and performer. He is also a very good business manager because he's got your stuff going off his tongue like crazy. <laughs> very well put, young man. I'm I'm very impressed, and I actually learned quite a bit in there. So thank you. <laughs> I love it. Amethyst, your daughter is Mermaid Athet. Felix? Okay, correct me, Alex, and tell us about your Mersona and the things that you do as a mermaid. Well, my name is Mermaid Athelix, short for Alex, and I started when I think it was Christmas or even for my birthday. I wanted a mermaid tail because I've been looking at mermaid videos ever since I was super small and I'd see them like be inside the ocean and it's like I always thought they're really mythical creatures that they were super beautiful and I got one and I told my mom I wanted her to try one on and she fell in love and when I saw her I was I, I was like oh she looks like a real mermaid like she looks super pretty so then after that my mom started getting into the all the mermaid business and stuff and I kind of thought I was like that it would be fun to join her in that way um, and she asked me if I wanted to help her uh, to be a mermaid and stuff. And I said, yeah. So, um, sometimes I'm like her little assistant. Like if she asks for something, I'll go do it. And like, if I write notes down to do stuff in order and, uh, I like doing my own makeup and, and the mermaid stuff. I do a lot. I've done my mom's makeup for any photo shoots whenever she had some. And, um, have a lot of fun with, it. have a lot of fun with it. I, I, and all of the, I, I don't know if it's just the younger set, but looking at this photo and seeing the other photos of all of you, do you guys have to practice with this posing, with <laughs> the hair, with the top? I mean, like, uh, no, no. it's not easy. How do you do it? So the first time actually I had a photo shoot with my mermaid tail, uh, I I had my I had, I had like a, a green I think it was like a green turquoise the yeah the turquoise tail and my mom had made me a top and the photographer he just he was um, bragging about like how beautiful I was and that how I just um, I'm sorry <laughs> okay <laughs> let's go back. <laughs> Let's go. Can we start back with the posing bit? <laughs> Just talk about all of the stuff that yeah. goes into that shoot being majestic and easy. The first time I actually did um, a photo shoot was I had my green turquoise mermaid tail. My mom had made me um, like a top. And uh, so the photographer, he kept on like asking, he's and like telling my mom, he's like, whoa, like, Cause I've never actually gone modeling before. Like I, like I've always wanted to, and he was just kind of amazed. She's very shy when she's in front of the camera. She was very shy. Yeah. So and he was like, "Whoa!" I was like, I was worried. I was like, "Am I doing anything wrong?" He was like, "No, I'm saying whoa because you've never modeled before and you look like an actual model. Like you look so beautiful." <laughs> so he was, he was just saying, he's like, he, he was like, "You're going really well," and I, I actually had a lot of fun because. When I am in front of a camera or like when, when I have to, I, I don't really know how to, I know how to smile, but not with my teeth. And whenever I, I smile, like I, I can't, I feel kind of awkward. 
like I guess like my type of photogenic is just like not being too serious but not like well yeah I when I look at more, more, like a, more like a siren instead of a mermaid I was like we'll keep you as a mermaid for now <laughs> yeah. sometimes that's just what comes easiest but as time goes on she'll figure it out because I I mean listening to Emmanuel talk I mean um I'm gonna go back over here and switch our screens um Listening to Emmanuel talk about all the stuff that you guys do is just like, um, let's see which one do we want to, yeah, let's go talk about this one. The, uh, the things that you guys do, I'm just like, honestly, your family, like this part will get cut out. This is just totally me talking. Your family has inspired my family. I mean, um, we did our first like river cleanup and my boyfriend, he doesn't do mermaiding as much as he, I want him to yet, but he has a remote control rock crawling group and they all got in and started cleaning up the river. And I was like, well, I guess this isn't just for mermaids. Yeah. So um, the thing that I'm loving about you and your family more and more about <laughs> this, like you're, Alex, you talk so well and so intelligently about, you know, looking at this and, and being able to describe the poses and thinking about all of the, the helix and the things in your persona. And then you've got Emmanuel, who's Emmanuel or Emmanuel? Am I going to say it wrong? Emmanuel. Emmanuel. Um, you've got this young gentleman like he knows your set markers and he knows how to engage the people and like he's just like little walking business marketing manager because he he's got it okay. <laughs> so, like said, when my husband is not there he's the one that's like in charge and he's like okay we gotta do this now and we're doing this and you know, I'm like okay. selling her at the time. Yeah, it's <laughs> you, you go and break at such and such time, and it's been so many hours. I'm like, okay, I got you. Thank you, sir. <laughs> I noticed, Emmanuel, you were talking about when we go on break, we sit, we talk about this, and I'm sitting there thinking, yeah, he's probably like, okay, mom, at 2 30, you've got to be at this stage because you're doing this event. You'll yeah, be like, if you need to take a, you've been on your tail for too long, you need to take a break and eat something. So he's always watching for for us every time we're doing events oh wow that's so awesome so me what is funny about him is like do you want me to go with you like oh i don't i don't have to tell him you have to come you know like a lot of times he tells me do you need me do you want me to go and i'm like it's up to you if you want to come you could come if he ends he always end, end up going with me <laughs> Yeah, it was it was really super hard to find something where it had like all of you guys, because you guys are all so busy working yeah. that it's challenging to, to get to be able to do photos. So is this describe like a typical event? I see you've got your husband, you've got you, We've got Bella, and then I'm sure we've got Alex, and I'm sure Emmanuel is somewhere directing traffic. Yes. <laughs> what, 
what all does your what kind of activities did does your family engage in to pull this off? Well, like, we sort of have like a I would say like we have it all figured it out already. Like it's like six of us. So we always go together. Um sometimes I'm the first one to be in a town, we take breaks to take photos with the kids. Um, I could be the first one in a tail, then um, Ali goes and gets on her tail. If not, she's helping me do their, if we're doing mermaid makeovers, she'll help me do their makeovers, um, getting ready, uh, get the kids ready on their tails. Uh, my husband, it's the pirate. My son, he's mainly, the oldest one, he's mainly the, the, he's like the hands-on guy. So he's like putting the set together, carrying things around carrying the girls he loves that part because he's like yeah i'm i'm the mer handler so he's carrying the mermaids um um emmanuel like he said he's like our little supervisor <laughs> manager i would say um he's in charge of like telling keeping do we need water um telling us which is a big deal when you're in a mermaid tail because you can't just get up and go get that when you're in a mermaid tail it's hard to move around so they help us um with what we need or bringing stuff to us so it's like they they like being there for us as well so they they're part of it because they also have their costumes on so okay. they're like not only helping us but they're a part of what we're doing so they've got to do like all the the setup all of the they still have to get prepared in costume as well. yes. and then they're doing all the logistics so we help yeah. each other out. like if we have to get ready in costumes like i help them get ready if they need makeup i'll put the makeup on ali does a lot of our makeup um she's yeah, great and that. like when we're at this place called bella turquesa there's like a little a little a studio to get ready and sometimes when the girls need help putting on their makeup or like the mermaids when they're trying to like rush or anything, like I help them do their makeup if they want me to. I do my mom's and stuff. And like I think like one of my favorite stuff about being a mermaid and being with my family is after we're done with everything, we just talk about the kids' reactions. Like that's our how favorite thing. Are. How they how they act because it's really it's it's fun and it, it's like happy the way how they react. Yeah, there's like a genuine magical look that gets over somebody's face when they, when you when you kind of hit that that spot in somebody's face. It's it's an awesome feeling. I I totally feel you. Um, let's go back to removing this. So um, the one of the things I want to talk about that um, to kind of hit on for like families that may not be into performing. But looking at mermaids from a recreational standpoint, I know you guys go do these events and that takes a lot of your time. But if you weren't performers, do you guys do things that are um, mermaid related? So that if there's, as we start looking at the world of mermaids, there's a lot of people that want to be mermaids that may not be able to become full-time performers like you guys are. So is there anything, the, what do you guys do together that isn't event related that may be mermaids? Like, do you 
I know you mentioned you guys have traveled and you go swimming or maybe you do photo shoots or tell us about the non like paid performing type things that an everyday person might be able to do. Well, we're here in Florida. So the good thing about here is the there's water everywhere. <laughs> we love going to the beach. We go going to the springs. Um, we love to, we do a lot of road trips. And um, as a family, I think it's very important to spend that quality time together. Not every, like you said, not everything has to be mermaid. Um, sometimes it's funny because if we go somewhere and I know there's going to be water, was like, let's bring our tails. And my husband's like, no, <laughs> no tails. <laughs> family time only. I was like, man, we could take some photos. And he's like, no, no tails. Like, okay, okay. But um, we, as a family, we always try to, um, spend time together like we love going to the beach and as we're in the beach if we see like the trash we bring our our bags and we pick up trash um or they'll come and tell me mom look this is like these people are leaving you know trash like we'll just go and pick it up and throw it away and i'm like there's a garbage can right behind you you know like sometimes it's sad to see people like these are beautiful places when you spend time with your family and they're leaving all this trash behind it's like it's actually yeah. dangerous because in the sand you can sometimes like the sand is all over the place you can't really see where where you're stepping on and stuff and like people could get cuts in their feet when there's just like litter on the floor yeah well and i think you know seeing you guys it was hard for me to realize that it's people can do that everywhere they go and i don't think people recognize that i mean right. it's as easy as i mean rivers hiking trails i mean and even People littering around the city is not only at the beach, like you said, like and you know, and you don't have to be a mermaid to to care about the world, about our ocean, about the ecosystem, about the, the earth and the environment. Like we could move the camera. Stop for a minute. Move the camera over a little bit because I've got a manual getting cut out. There. I thought it was just me. I thought, oh my cat, because I'm having problems with my viewer. So. Um, yeah, let's talk about what you guys like. What is your motivator for um, the? Or let's go back. What events do you do? I think we have to kind of start that off because I didn't realize Emmanuel was so cut off. <laughs> I really don't want him going through like half like this. <laughs> so, so you guys, when it comes to non-mermaid events, uh, non-mermaid entertaining events, what do you guys do? Just for you as a female we love to we love to travel a lot and being here in florida the good thing about florida is that there's water everywhere and we love to swim we love going to the beach uh, to the springs we love to um drive in our car and just go to places we've driven all the way to mexico so it's like it's it's fun to do that and um, you don't have to be a, a mermaid to care about like the, the world, the ocean, the earth and stuff like that. So um, one thing that I've, I've tried to teach them is that wherever you go, just care for others and care for what you're doing. You know, be an example, be that light that leaves that mark everywhere and whoever that sees you. So if we're at the beach and it's just family time, They'll even tell me, mom, look, like they're leaving trash or these people are not picking up after themselves. And it's like the 
garbage can is right behind them. So we'll just go ahead and pick it up and throw it away and, and tell them, hey, guys, please, you know, um, take care of your trash. And there's a garbage can right behind you just in case you didn't see it. And and they'll tell me. They'll even go and, and tell them themselves, hey, guys, you know, pick up your trash, you know, before you leave. Um, if this could be Puerto Rico, we went, we were on vacation and we went to the beach and, and the rivers up there and you will see them, like, we will see whatever, a cap or a piece of plastic, whatever it is, we'll just pick it up and, and, and throw it away. So we now this picture was just like one snorkeling trip you went on, right? Was that was actually two weeks ago. Um, we, we went, uh, snorkeling after school and. They just wanted to have fun and relax and i say okay let's go let's go to the beach and while we were snorkeling we found a few things in the water so they're like started picking up whatever they saw and we collected all that that's i'm glad you guys are doing it but it's a shame that it is there to be done yeah so, yeah that's i i i think it's awesome so the um when I saw this photo and I thought it was just awesome of um, how I think sometimes my boyfriend may feel about mermaiding events, except the reverse. <laughs> yeah. This is how I feel when it's time to go and you're like, wait, one more picture, one more picture. They want to take one more picture. He's like, I gotta like literally drag you out. <laughs> like go back into your yeah like i don't want to break the kids hearts and it's like oh, they want to take one more picture and you know it, it's kids they don't really understand the concept of having to go back into the ocean like i tell them sometimes like i'm just here for a little bit to spend time with you and have fun and but i have to go back into my home and my family in the water and they're like no but stay a little bit longer and, and when he saw this picture he's like literally this is sometimes like I'm going to do that to you one day and drag you. Let's go back to the water. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I think the more he's learning about the regular roles, he may not be too sure. Cause he's like, that's, that's, that's a lot of work. Yes. <laughs> that's a lot of work. yes. And these, let me tell you that tail doesn't weigh anything, but when we were in like our silicone tails, that's like 30, 50, pounds extra on top of what you normally weigh so it's like they my my 19 year old he he lifts weights so he's like i gotta get buff mom for you girls so it's, it's funny <laughs> it's a lot of heavy yeah well what it, you know we'll go ahead and get the final questions going in here um what do you guys most enjoy about being a mermaid family what what is your biggest takeaway from being a mermaid family um i think spending time is the most important because even though we're helping other kids be happy and everything i think that time that we spend with other people is good because sometimes we get that break from like being at home doing it like almost nothing we just like sometimes when we're at home we just like either draw watch tv as a family but whenever we're outside we're really happy because we see other we we see other people smiling and also us as a family we're spending time helping other kids and laughing and and be, just being happy and 
sometimes whenever we leave, like sometimes we leave really late from there, from places. But when we get home, it's still fun because when we get home, we still play around. We, we don't go straight to sleep. We just talk about how fun it was and how the the reaction that we were having with the kids was and how how like the people you the met people yeah how how di- how different people we met because i feel like people nowadays are forgetting how to interact with others because of all this electronic stuff and uh i think it's better i think it's better for people because like spending time and learning how to say hi to somebody is really important. <laughs> what are you laughing, Ali? <laughs> Sorry. Anabella stepped on the chair. And I just imagined her. <laughs> what did she do? Anabella stepped on the plug and turned off our light. I'm sorry. <laughs> and I'm wanting to tell her she's wanting to tell her something, but she knows she's in camera, so she's like, I'm trying to be nice. <laughs> oh, uh, it's okay. I feel like my whole <laughs> there's Bella. Okay, I'm gonna. Okay, so Bella, what is your favorite part of being a mermaid? Or being a part of a mermaid family? Because you aren't just a mermaid. You have your mom and your sister and your brother and dad. You're the brother. Like, what's it like being part of a mermaid family? My favorite part of being in a mermaid family is um is a my favorite part of being in a mermaid family is that I like that I'm in this family and I like and I like my family in the mermaid family. I like that you're an adorable little mermaid in a freaking amazing mermaid family. Okay, Alex, what is your favorite part of being? I'm going to pull up your guys' pictures because it's way better than seeing mine. Okay, Alex, what is your favorite part of being a mermaid family or in a mermaid family? Let me phrase that. I think my favorite part of being in a mermaid family is I do spend a lot of time with my family and like sometimes school and other stuff in life can be and get really overwhelming and it like being in a mermaid family and doing stuff with each other it like kind of takes makes me take a break and not you speak up say that again <laughs> you trailed off you're like me you start off loud and then you get quiet <laughs> um i think my favorite part of being in a mermaid family is that I do spend a lot of time with my family, and even though I'm tired, I do that extra force to just spend time with my family because it makes me happy. And like school and other stuff in life can get really overwhelming, and it helps me take my mind off of it, and it like it helps me see the the positive point of view in spending time with each other, and it helps a lot. Like sometimes we're not doing anything inside the house, and we just talk about when is the next event or sometimes like we'll watch a movie or we'll be inside the room just talking, you know, like just to not be lonely. And sometimes people can feel lonely and being with your family helps a lot. 
Well, and I, that was going to be one of my questions to both Alex and Emmanuel. What would your friends say before COVID and before we were forced inside? What did, it, what did your friends say about you guys being part of a mermaid family? Why are you guys looking? Okay. <laughs> um, so I had no. a, I have a friend that his name is Jesseo, and like one time when we were at school, he had told me that he's like, "Is your mom a mermaid?" Uh, and I said, "Yeah, why?" And he's like, "Because I found her on Instagram." <laughs> and I'm like, "Oh," and then I'm, I'm he said, I, "I and I found you too." I'm like, "Oh my god," because um, I guess like my mom would post a lot of things of her doing with uh, all the family and everything and then my friend said that that looks really fun i wish i would be able to do that and i guess like some kids they just i don't know like they wish that they can do things that not just stay at home because a lot of kids they stay at home and they like stay at home doing homework or they watch tv they don't do or they play games nowadays nowadays a lot of boys just play games and um he actually one time he had came to our house and we were like just having fun with the tells and stuff like that he 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 likes playing around a lot and he like, said he wanted to be a mermaid he wanted to be a mermaid <laughs> so what he did was he put a on and everything and it was funny and that day, I feel like I spent a lot. Uh, I it was like the, one of the best times I spent with him because it was really, it was really fun, and it was funny as well. I think it it it, it really helps people open up in ways you didn't think you knew yeah. could happen. So, I I I love I like that story a lot. <laughs> Alex, what are your friends? How does your cool? Like sometimes like weird. Um, conversations will pop up and I'm like oh yeah like my mom works as a mermaid and stuff and like I help her and they're like they like they stay quiet and then they're like wait like a mermaid I was like yeah and they're like 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 a, like a real mermaid like is your mom a real mermaid and I'm like yes <laughs> so I don't really get bullied about it or like either tease they, they're just kind of like whoa like I wish my mom could work as that like that's really cool and stuff and like I tell them what we would do and like the parties and they're like oh that's fun like I have another friend and um we were like my he he called my mom their the best friend they're like hey best friend <laughs> and like, he'd say that he wanted to play mermaids that he put on a mermaid tail he'd even let us do his makeup <laughs> uh, well it's it's Interesting you say that because my son has seen like all the mermaid pictures and he saw a merman one day and he's like, mommy, I'd be merboy. And I'm like, I, you know what? You, I, there's yeah more and more reason to engage your family, yeah. yourself, your kids. There's mer I, I, mermaid, sirens, mermen, merdragons, uh, sharks, <laughs> mersharks. More puppies. <laughs> More puppies. Yeah. Tristan's already uh, been revisiting the bubble guppies. Yeah. <laughs> so they're little mermaids. Oh, next, uh, he wants to be a uh, more dragon, you said? Yeah. He wants to be a more dragon. So we have to um, find his tail on his. Oops. Look for that. 
Um, we were talking with Merman Jacks the other day, and he has some really cool tales. And he has yeah. a, 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 go look at the yeah. I think it's Dark Tide Entertainment. They've they've got some pretty cool concepts that go into that like ethereal region of mermaids. Yeah. I think it's a lot of art in that too. That's pretty cool. <laughs> so we're gonna get in one of those big reptile tails that are like 12 feet yeah. long. <laughs> right. <laughs> now do all of you guys swim in tails? Does everybody uh -huh. swim? Yeah. Yes. Well I don't have like a tail. I just had a I have a fin. You have the monofin? I just put it on and I just swim and and I think like I think we swim faster in fin, like those type of fins. Yeah, That's why I put I, it on because it's a lot more fun. Yeah, no, I'm. I haven't tried my fin on. I tried a tail and a fin fun, but it, I couldn't. It was too constraining. So now I have to start with that fin first. So I'm gonna be hanging out with a manual over in the. <laughs> I'll probably be with Bella in the baby pool for a while. Okay, no. I think. Let's see. I think that's. So before we close, we'll do one little final segment. So before we close, you guys, what what things would you like to share that we maybe haven't covered? Something special you feel about the mermaid world or something important that you feel like we haven't talked about today? Alex? I think the like as a mermaid, the message that I would bring to them, to people, it's be kind to each other. Be kind to everyone around you. And it doesn't matter how you look. It doesn't matter what you're wearing, um, what don't, brand. Don't judge a book by its cover. Right. Don't judge a book by its cover. It doesn't matter what brand till you're, you're using. If you made your top, if you didn't make your top. Um, it's, it's about caring for each other, respecting each other, and respecting our, our earth. Well, let's go back <laughs> Now my dog's turn. <laughs> now my dog's turn. What is your dog like about being a mermaid, Bella? <laughs> my dog likes to be a mermaid. Is he likes to um paddle? <laughs> he likes to be in a mermaid fin, and um <laughs> he likes to be like she. He likes to be in the waters. Sometimes and you put him in a tail too. Yeah. Or does he just wear a mermaid crown? I think that's a cool thing too about my dog is that I feel like sometimes he really is a mermaid, a mer dog because like he loves the water. Like one time we went outside and we weren't, we were just like walking and then he ran into the water. Like I guess he loves the water so much that he just jumps inside the water and starts swimming. And then we get mad at him and sometimes we tell him, come, come back here. <laughs> yeah. Um, I've yeah. seen dogs that like water. Ours do not. We are fortunate. <laughs> I guess. I we have a lake in the back of our, of our house and there's like a, a big walk. And we jump off. There's like a deck and we jump off into the lake a lot. And most of the time, like either gets on, puts on floaties and then he jumps himself or like like you paddle towards us and you just <laughs> I was watching him and he was looking at you like he knew you were talking about yeah. <laughs> in final closing what kind of things would you guys like to talk about that we didn't share here today um like I was saying I, I think um 
the message as a mermaid will be um, care for each other, care for each other, care for our world. It doesn't matter where you come from, what color you are, what you're wearing, what brand of tail you're wearing. If you make your top, if you didn't make your top, just love each other and be there for you for each other. Support each other, not only as mermaids but as a friend and our family. Especially this time of days that we're living, we need we need that more. Um, we need that communication with people. Even I don't know. I, I'm the type of person. I'm like I call them and I say, Hey, how are you? How's everything? I haven't seen you. Um, if he's a friend, a mermaid friend, I haven't seen you post in a, in a few days. Are you okay? Is everything okay? Like, I would say care for each other more and, and be there for each other. I I like that. That's very true. And it, it should have been in existence before, but it's definitely more in demand now. Yes. So. I think this, this time it's, it's brought a lot, a lot of, a, a lot of bad things, but I think you can always learn from the bad. Um, this year, it's been hard for everyone. And I think you can learn or take advantage of the people that are around you and the ones that you don't have around you, you know, take advantage of what you've been given that you weren't looking at it at a positive perspective and, and take advantage of that because you don't know if you're going to have it tomorrow. Right. Or in a little bit, you know, because you never know. <laughs> I'm laughing at your dog Cujo over there. You know, he's so vicious. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So um, thank you guys very much for coming today. It has been a tremendous pleasure. We have, I'm Amethyst enjoyed getting to know you so far and then meeting your family and talking with everybody today has been awesome. Okay, you guys, I really appreciate your time today. Thank you so much for joining us. Um, I, I can't, I, I look forward because I know we're going to get to see each other in, in the future when COVID lets up. So you guys be safe and thank you very much. And we'll talk to you guys later. Bye. 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 Remember kisses. Bye. Bye.